0: our conversation with Thalia, who's sharing her fascinating life journey that culminated in the moment in helping people and assisting developing the wellness of their life through the practice of Chinese medicine. Well, I never recommend anything to anybody that I haven't tried myself. I can't recommend skydiving to anybody as I've never skydived. And however, I had have had acupuncture treatment and... One of the things is that people, when when they automatically, when they think of needles, what does a person think of, Celia?
1: Yeah, a lot of people come in that are terrified of needles. So when people are nervous, I'll bring out my needles to show them. So they're all sterile, stainless steel, disposable. And they come in a little plastic tube so that you can get them in without any pain at all. And I'm going to take it out of it, too. So this. Is the size needle I use, and it's so tiny and thin, it's like a whisker. I can bend it with my finger. It goes inside the pores of the skin. There's no hole. There's no pain. There's no trauma.
0: I think when people have envision a needle, the first thing they think of is pain.
1: Right, hypodermics are like twenty times the size of this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think when most people think of Needles, they think of a dentist.
1: Oh, those are really painful.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, gums. Oh, yeah, I don't needle in the gums.
0: (laughs) So are people surprised when you actually put the needle in and ask you when you're going to put it in?
1: Yeah, often. I'll say, how was that? And they'll say, wait, did you you put one in?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how does the acupuncture uh, unblock the energy flow? To assist in people's wellness.
1: So we have um, all mammals have similar pathways. So acupuncture is used for animals as well. My dog gets acupuncture. And we all have a similar anatomy of these pathways. And uh, I teach my students when I teach Chinese medicine, I teach them how to feel that electromagnetic current you can feel that, right? You You can feel energy with your hand. So I describe it as like when you're playing air hockey and your hand is just kind of resting on that current. And if you feel a little tingly, tickly feeling, so that's the current and we need to keep that current moving. So say if somebody has a broken arm and they're experiencing pain around here, I'll needle downstream. So if this... Pathway is going down the arm and it's stuck here. I'm going to needle right past there and pull that channel through.
0: So let's talk about a person who comes in to see you and say, and they just right off the top says, I want acupuncture. So what is the vetting process? What is the evaluation process that you go through with someone when they come to see you?
1: So there's a long intake for the first uh, meeting and I ask them about their medical history, and then i will ask them like why they're here what's their main concern cuz usually it's this, it's one big thing that brings people to acupuncture if they haven't tried it before usually they say i have tried everything I'll, i can't get this you know to feel better I'm gonna, i want to try something new so we talk about whatever that issue is and then um and then i ask a bunch of specific questions to chinese medicine like about their sleep and their digestion and how they're feeling, their mood, because all of those things are going to affect how I treat them.
0: So, when we talk about this holistic wellness, it's not incantations. However, it's the mind, body and spirit type of uh, complete wellness type of package. And usually I start off with by asking people what are three things that make a, a flower bloom. And so, let me ask you, what are three things that are essential to making a flower bloom, Thalia.
1: Well, light and water and soil. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) so I I use a lot of 12-step terms. You Ah, You as well as everyone knows that I'm in recovery from drug and alcohol addiction, and I use a lot of behavioral techniques, and I refer to the water as taking care of your physical body, which is incredibly important. When things aren't right below, things aren't right above. When things aren't right above, things aren't right below. And I, then I talk to them about the uh, sun, and in the 12-step world we refer the, to that as the sunlight of the spirit. And I make no apologies for uh, suggesting that some type of a spiritual connection with something is, is incredibly important. And then when we talk about the soil, we talk about the people, places, things that they surround themselves to help them grow. Uh, and I kind of think that you're along the same type of vein.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you might notice in my office, I have elements of earth. Uh, I have all these plants and I have a fountain, which is water. And I have my air cleaner going, which is air. Um and I have candles, which is fire. So all these really important elements to help surround a person with everything that a living being needs, at least for those moments.
0: Well, and also it's not just the uh, the procedures that you use. Uh, I would suspect that it's also your own therapeutic presence that helps soothe the person, that they feel comfortable and safe and. A trusting relationship with you.
1: I do feel honored, Jim. I've noticed more and more, like how precious that trust is. That that people who ju- just walked in the door, we've just had a conversation, and they are so trusting, and they're willing to lie on my table and and put themselves on my hands, which is a amazing, brave thing to do. And I always tell people trying it for the first time that they are being brave because it's the unknown.
0: Yes, and. Uh... In therapy school, I usually, you know, I dealt with a lot of interns, and I usually tell them, "You go to therapy school to pass the test." Uh, however, the the actual practice and the learning work is going to take place in this in this room, and it's suggested that eighty five percent of wellness is a therapeutic relationship that a person has with the person they're working with.
1: Yeah, and and I also do recommend to people to try different practitioners because that relationship is really the cornerstone okay. you have to work work with somebody that you click with they can be a great practitioner but they just might not be your practitioner.
0: yes there has to there has to be some type of uh, of a connection and trust and therapeutic relationship that works. So uh, when you develop that uh, when you do when you do your acupuncture and do you work are you having a conversation with the people?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, um, we do our intake in the beginning, which a lot of people say, oh, this feels like therapy, but I'm not, I'm not doing anything that you do. I'm not uh, using any special training for that. It's just really listening and noting what they're saying. And then I tell them when they're on the table, I'm having a conversation with their body. And I'm listening to what their body tells me about what it wants and what it doesn't want. So if I have an idea in my head, oh, I might want to use this point based on what this person has told me, I'll, I'll check it. I'll do some palpating. I'll feel that person's body around that area. And, and if it's resistant, I don't do the point because I'm not the one who knows how that body works. That body knows its job.
0: So I often suggest to people that they invite joy into their lives and rather than making choices to make beautiful choices. And I'm kind of conceptualizing that that is kind of what you're inviting people to do also, Thalia.
1: It is. It is about joy. And it's also about trust, like trust, not in me, but outside themselves, because um, a big part of our culture is is self, self-sufficiency, self that you should be able to get everything you need within yourself. And that's just not possible, right? That's,
0: that's not true. we, we- <laughs> Our society is based on this individualistic type of thought that you, we can conquer any problem. That you're self, If you can't conquer and deal with an issue through self-will, then you have some type of a weakness, then you're a weakling. Uh, the 12-step world is based on the concept that a life run on self-will can hardly be a success and that maybe the self-will can deal with a lot of issues. However, there are many that it cannot.
1: Yeah. and. And uh, I'd say 100% of my patients are experiencing anxiety right now. Probably 100% of the people in the world right now are experiencing anxiety. So one of the most useful things about the session is that their nervous system is able to just downregulate a little bit. This is a a safe space. So for this moment, they can lower those defenses, and then I'm able to encourage them to to work on cultivating a feeling of trust that that things are going to be okay, that they're going to be okay, that the universe is going to continue to exist, that they don't have to keep holding everything up by themselves.
0: And what we try to help people do that most, ex- oh, apprehension is a classical definition of it is apprehension about things that may or may not occur. However, most of that is based on fear, Thalia.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Chinese medicine works with fear. It's a it's a symptom it's a feature we associate it with the kidneys which is also true in western medicine because that's where the adrenal glands yes. are located and they secrete cortisol and adrenaline so often if people are in uh, you know high stress chronic stress situations their kidneys are exhausted and so I will work on that I'll work on boosting those kidney organs but also the kidney energy system
0: Okay, so not only through the acupuncture, uh, I know that you do an, another type of modality such as cupping, massage, and you'll have to uh, correct me if I'm pronouncing these incorrectly, moxa, bustion, and gaia? Uh,
1: what's the last one?
0: Uh, G-U-A?
1: Oh, guasha. sha.
0: Okay. I think that must
1: be missing part, Guasha. That's the scraping,
0: gentle yes, scraping yes. of the skin. Could you yeah. tell us about the cupping? I'm not real familiar with that, Thalia.
1: Yeah, cupping is super popular. It's it's become more prevalent in the mainstream because of athletes getting it done, and you see those marks on their backs. And they're not painful. They, they, they're really hickeys. So okay. we take suction cups, and we just apply gentle suction to areas that are congested and stuck. And that, sometimes that's all it takes. And people, oh, my gosh, they feel so much better. They love it. They ask for it. And usually I'm like, you know, don't worry, I'm going to figure out what to do. But when they ask for cupping, I always give them cupping.
0: Okay. Now there's massage and however, what you practice is Chinese massage. Could Mm -hmm. you tell us what the difference is and what, uh, how you practice it?
1: Sure. So um, I think Swedish massage and Western massage is working more with the muscles and the skeletal system and Tuina, which is the Chinese medicine version is still working with those pathways. So we can, if we feel a stuck spot, we can just use our hands and try to break it up and see if we can get movement in there. And I also have some tools that I use made of copper. They're just gentle, like pressing, rubbing, scraping tools that can help move that energy through a stuck a stuck patch.
0: Uh, we'll continue this fascinating, entertaining conversation with our good friend Thelia on our next episode of Fishing With Us. And in the meantime, we offer you a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Invite joy into your life and make beautiful choices. Till all are free, none are free. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com